Welcome to the Kershaw Partners Podcast, An Eventful Life. In this series, we will dive into the events industry through the eyes of Mike Kershaw, his partners, and the owners and founders of event businesses up and down the UK. From event management, to catering, to venues, to structures, to exhibitions, and much, much more, they have seen it all and want to share their experiences with you and maybe impart a bit of knowledge along the way. Of course, there have been some bumps in the road, but that's what makes the event world fun. My name is David Watt. I will be your host. We hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to An Eventful Life. Uh, Mike is again absent this week, which is very sad, but in his place, I'm delighted to welcome Gavin Farley, co-founder of the Into Event Company and CEO of the Assemble Group. Gavin, great to have you here on the podcast. Obviously, you're not only a valued client of Kershaw Partners, but also very experienced in the events world. And the whole point of an eventful life is that we get the chance to talk to professionals like yourself about how they got into the industry and their work and experience within it. Uh, So I've been doing a little bit of research on your early years, and it turns out that you're about as Portsmouth born and bred as you possibly can be. Uh, you went to school and college in Portsmouth, and now you've set a business there too. Did you, did you ever think of um, uh, branching out, possibly? No. Why would you when you are you're in the best city in the world, right? But no, it, that is that is true. But obviously, I think there are people in Portsmouth. Uh, some of my friends that have probably never left Portsmouth. But um, when you come to choose, where should I work? 10 minutes from my house that sounds like a good idea you know no problems but I think that was part of the attraction of getting into the industry was best of both worlds and I think that's the that's that's what's kept me in the industry is the fact that you do get to travel and see some of the best places in the world and then come home to one of the best places in the world so uh, no no reason to to deviate from a, a, a well-oiled machine. Indeed not. And funnily enough, I, when I was on the way down to your offices the other day to, to, to see Richard, uh, I was driving along that, that, that section of the M27 or whatever it is, that, that road that comes up towards Waterloo. And I thought, actually, this is beautiful down here. Yeah. It really is a very I mean, stunning part of the world. No, it's got everything, hasn't it? So it's got the seaside, it's got the hills, it's got a bit of city. You know, it's the most densely populated city outside of London. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Because it is an island. So it's it is actually nice. There's two ways, you know, on and off. So um, it is it is the island is the most densely populated city outside of, of London. And of course, your um your entry into the events world, unless I'm wrong, was was actually as as was it a nightclub promoter or a nightclub? Yeah, drunk. <laughs> not not much has changed actually. So it's 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 I was, I was away recently, and uh, I actually had someone finish the sentence with, you know, I was a little bit hungover when. And I was like, is that, and he was like, it's a common theme coming on here yet. But it's, yeah, so we started as, um, started as a nightclub promoter at college. And um, it was, it, it's luck, isn't it? It's people. This, this shows you like the value of, of, of communication and people and stuff. So I was a nightclub promoter uh, and my now business partner, he was a DJ whilst we were at college. So I was the promoter and he was the DJ. So, you know, sort of, I suppose, sales and operations. So that worked really well and continue to do so ever since and I <laughs> we had a we had a, a number we started small and then we had a, a few nightclubs and stuff like this but I was doing that as well as going to college and I was sort of like college was secondary at this point um education really but um I remember we did a very successful series of events and um I, I had borrowed uh 
slash stolen. Um, the, the the old red folders from the national certificate folders, you know, and you put your, your certificates in. Anyway, so I was doing this, but uh, the, 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 the lead lecturer at the time said to me, yeah, there's opportunities come up and it's this incentive travel company down the road in Chichester. I was like, what's incentive travel? Never heard of it. He's like, it's events and you get to go overseas and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I'm, okay, great. Sounds great. Let's do it. He said, is, it, is this, was it ES? Is it the- IAS, yeah, yeah, IAS, IAS yeah. Limited. Yeah, yeah, so Baby Falcon. Um, that's what it is. So it's about wings. But ironically, it was actually set up on uh, my birthday, which is funny. Um, so it was all, it was written in the stars. So anyway, so I went to this. So, so the lead lecturer at the time said, you know, this has come up and I think you'd be really good for it because you're kind of doing this already and you're not really that bothered with college. Um, so, you know, here it is a week before everybody else and I think you'd be great at it. So I sort of went out and here we go. I sort of went out and I was a little bit hungover. Um, and on the way to the interview, on the way out of the house, you know, I remember grabbing these folders and um, drove there in my old little Astra and parked up. And, you know, I was in sort of like a, a lime green shirt and pinstripe trousers as, as the, the style was and got into this office. And it was, you know, it was a small little office above in uh, Chichester High Street above Bernardo's, you know, and it's like my first proper interview, wanting to impress, walked into this office and bless it, I still, you know, we still keep in touch now actually. And um, Scott was there. So we sat in our walk in, it couldn't be more intimidating, right? So it's, it's, it's of the old school and it was, he was in a proper pinstripe suit, you know, almost, you know, imagine like smoking cigar, drinking whiskey kind of type environment, you know, big oak desk and we get into the interview and I'm, wearing this lime green shirt, slightly hungover with, with, but I've got my folders. And um, we start talking about it all. And he said, oh, is this some of your work? And I said, yeah, yeah. So I was like, there's no problems. I've done all right. You know, we did leisure and tourism, marketing, business studies. So I had all the, 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 I had all the certificates that I wanted. So he's looking through this thing. And anyway, pauses and says, do you make money out of this? I was like thinking, how, what about this? Well, how do I make money out of a certificate, right? So anyway, he pauses, turns the folder around as slowly as possible. And in front of me was a picture of a, well, it was one of our flyers because I actually stole those night things to put all my flyers in, turned it around. I picked completely the wrong folder up, turns it around. There's a woman lying there in front of me, naked in a bath of baked beans. So you can imagine the scene. So um, <laughs> it was cl- I can see it, see it vividly. And he and I said, yeah, we did. Yeah, absolutely, we did. And then I was sort of like fired up because it was what I was passionate about at the event. And we did this and we did this. Anyway, I was like, well, that's blown. And um, yeah, before I, then I had to go back to college. Before I even got back to college, he'd phone, phone Richard up and said that I'd got the job. Oh, so, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so it's quite an interesting introduction into uh, the, the world of events. Yeah, indeed. So, so how long did you do the incentive travel for? Four, five years. So yeah. I kind of thought to myself, look, you know, and actually I think this is something that I was talking to some people about this last week, about kind of doing more to get people into the industry because they want to be into the industry. And, you know, maybe you know, I had a lot of stuff actually just mentored for the first time with Elevate this year, which was great with Mike. He's now at Make Events with Holly up in Manchester. So fantastic guy. You know, it's really good to be involved in that at early stages. And he had just finished university, 24, mature student. And there was there's, there's this interview with him and I with Elevate, which basically is clipped very well by 
Mr. Kerwood to say, um, yeah, I met Gavin and he told me I knew fuck all about the industry. <laughs> so it was, so that was, that was good. But it's true, you know, so I used, when I joined IAS, I used it for um, four to five years. I used that as my university degree because I knew I was never going to go because. So South like, well, College, South Downs College, presumably at that stage was, was in, your, in, in the rear view mirror. Well, it was, yeah, still in Portsmouth. So, you know, not, not too far. So, um, yeah, I used that. And I remember getting that. The, the first job I did was um, down in South Africa in Cape Town, town at the Mount Nelson. And um, I kind of flew down there with the group, not really knowing. Yeah, you know, I was helping out, you know, young exec, completely naive, what's going on. Got there, VIP. With that. No, brilliant. Absolutely loved it. VIP transfer, coaches gets in the Mount Nelson Hotel, met by, you know, God knows how many waiters and butlers and all sorts. And I'm thinking, is this event? Because I can have this. <laughs> this is fine. Then I was sort of flying helicopters out to the Cape. And then we had, you know, drumming session on top of the, the Mount Nelson, the, 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 the top there and the tabletop. And um, that was my induction into events, really, a couple of weeks in. And, and from there, and Scott said to me, you know, if you stay in the industry more than a year, you'll never leave. And um, in fact, he was a wise guy at the time and actually you know i try and share some of this knowledge with the staff now but he he said to me at the time we were having this gala dinner and he said to me yeah we're going to get a drink and i was like oh it's okay to drink in front of the clients and i <laughs> yeah yes of course definitely um now's the question of like how much can i drink in front of the clients but it's um, that was the correct question of course that was the correct question so so he said, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, so I, was, I ordered a beer and he said, uh, you know, a beer? You know, you can't have a beer, you've got to drink wine. I was like, you know, 17, 18 at the time. I was like, I'm not drinking fucking wine, it's disgusting. And then Scott turned around to me, he was like, get a wine, drink it. And he said, one day, this will be an important part of your job. And I was like, what, drinking wine? He's like, you need to know your wines. And uh, I've tried ever since to learn. Very wise words, though. I mean, I, I would, I would say, I mean, you, you've obviously got to know Mike extremely well now. Actually, fun enough, Mike's, Mike, and it wasn't his first job uh, in in the events world, but very nearly his first job was was an incentive travel company. I think he did sort of hospitality, and they used to take clients all over Europe, in fact, all over the world, doing it. Yeah, and I think he would like you say that that. I think the appreciation of wine is probably not exactly yeah, the adjective I would have used, but he, certainly he, you know, he, you know, certainly has a capacity to drink loads of wine. There's no question about that. Yeah, well educated. Th that sort of education, exactly. Well educated, but yeah, that um, was I mean, that was that was my introduction into the industry, and then yeah, as I say, that was twenty plus years ago. As I was interviewed the other day, I was reminded I'm now in my third decade in the industry, and. Uh, um, yeah, it does make me sound old, but but I am getting old. But it was it's when you talk to the team here, you know, we have some fantastic members of the team here, but you know, some are obviously younger than myself. Um, a they, they have no idea what a shell suit was, which is quite interesting. Never believe that I had hair and couldn't ever believe when I was telling the story that I had ever possibly run an event. <laughs> so so it's, um when I went on to tell them that I used to actually handwrite airline tickets, that that just threw them. Um, but it's been an interesting dec two decades, three decades, because the 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 you know a lot has changed. What hasn't changed is is events and the connection of you know bringing people together, and that's that's still at the heart of what we do. 
Yep, you're absolutely right. I mean, so, yeah, as Mike was saying the other day, you know, that, that when he started in events, there was no mobile phones, there was no internet. You know, if you if you were waiting for a, a coach for a, for a, for a group of on on some trip, you went into a phone box with a bag full of ten p's, and that was as yeah. simple as it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember this. We did it. We used to do a bit of association work. I'll never forget it. It was the BABCP, which was the British Association of Behavioural Cognitive Therapists. And we used to do it every year all around, you know, Europe or the world, I think it was. But I, we, it was, you know, thousands of people, thousands of people. And we used to do it all with a letter to say, would they like to come? With a letter back to accept they would. Then an invoice out. Then we'd wait for a check. Then we'd process the check. Then we'd send them a pack. And everyone turned up you know and everyone paid and, and and it's amazing when you feel like that we you know no machines you know i'm 41 now so it kind of sounds strange but you know when we were doing this we did we we didn't have we didn't have internet we had a fax machine you know everything was by fax you know we had one machine that we finally ended up getting and sharing an email address um yeah you know, crazy you know but but i think it but i think it's important and i think it's good you know i do like to carry on telling those stories because it sounds it sounds ridiculous, but especially when you see what the guys and what we're able to do now and, you know, the check-ins and the interaction and the technologies. And, you know, it's been, I actually think that it's been quite fortunate that well, I'm still in it. You know, I still feel like I'm at my the prime and obviously we've launched Assemble Group and what that means. So it's really exciting, but to live, to have lived through this and then to see that change, I don't know if there's going to be that much more of a drastic change in, in the industry than. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I, I think you're, I mean, you know, if you'd said, 20 years ago yeah we're going to be in 2020 we'll be staging virtual events people have looked at you as if you were absolutely insane yeah 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 and and some still do but you know it's um but absolutely i think but i think to have lived through that and to got through that and actually we were talking about this over dinner the other night to have sort of said you know i know it's been tough and it has been tough you know it's been really a hit on the industry you know completely and utterly everywhere you look in our sector of everything you know we're not having any flights we're not going to hotels we're not doing any catering we're not everything that we were about as an industry about bringing people together and service you know stop and uh and and you know to come out of that um and this is what i was saying to the guys last week i was saying you know to come through that not only get through it but come out stronger to then be able to tell the story of and actually now look back and kind of realize what's happened and 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 you know to have been part of it and you know luckily we were able to look after all of our staff and you know so on so that was good and i know there's been a lot of agencies suffered and and, and well everyone everyone hotel every sector every part of the sector has been 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 hit but you know i was sort of saying to them like we've kind of got to look at it as the fact that if we are still going what does that say? And actually, this is going to be a story. It's going to be something that's going to be part of the makeup of the events industry moving forward. And, and to have been accelerated so quickly, probably five years, forced advancements of the industry in the last 18 months. And um, some people, was it was just too much. Some people were absolutely accelerated. It. Some people had that before, so they were really pleased. And some people have done really well out of it. But... Um, yeah, I think to have something like that of 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 COVID to happen and to force our hand to to, to change, you know, I, I, we're pretty flexible, robust industry, aren't we? And I feel like if anyone could have 
got through it. it it's 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 our industry and i think it's great to hear some of the stories coming out of it but um i think it had forced our hand i think if it kind of it did sort of do a bit of a cleanse as well you know i think some people were like you know i just i'm not going again i can't do it again you know you know 41 years old now i've had uh you know we set the company up in 2006 and 2008 we had the crash uh and then we had you know we had 9 11 we had this we had the pandemic you know it's it's we've been through a few and uh, well, i used to have hair i swear i did you know it's <laughs> i think i, I gav i think you're absolutely 100 percent right and I, and I think um you know, the, the world you know, it, it there's the, so many people we spoke to in the in, not in the immediate aftermath of march last year but certainly by september october time you know we, we were all already getting the feeling then that that people like you say they just thought yeah i'm just not you know i'm 50 now i'm not sure i'm not sure i can start again you know yeah. I, I can't go back and start again so and i think it you know i think you're fortunate i think you know i know what what you did with um with into uh, and the the hybrid stroke virtual events was was incredible you know and i've heard a lot of it from 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 mike and and pete but um yeah um just going back a bit so you so you say you started uh, into in 2006 that was was that was immediately after the 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 is uh no i i went to another agency uh, I only left, I actually only left IS because I remember having a conversation with me, I was four years in, so I would have been what, 21, 22, 22. And uh, it was, we were going through a development, you know, the plans and the next steps and stuff. And it was like, what do you want to do next? And my answer was run the, your, your company. Um, you know, 22 year old, looking back, probably wouldn't have been a great move, but. Um, slightly you know, cocky. Slightly, 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 or confident. But uh, um, so I was like, and then he was like, well, it's not going to happen because it's a family company. I want my daughters to have it. And so on. So I had, I was sort of like, I can stay here and that'll be what it is. And then, you know, that, am I going to achieve any sort of my life ambitions here and, and whatever. But it actually happened that one of the directors had moved on from IS and gone to set up another company, which was, which was up in Guildford. So I left, I left Portsmouth, I left, you know, further up the A3. Um, wow um ventures further afield but uh, yeah i went to join them for a few years as sort of like a national account manager to a few sort of tech clients and actually it's quite funny because i still contact with these guys now but the, the, the guys who, who were working with with them at the time that i was working with were all sort of you know marketing execs within the the, the tech companies were all of sort of like similar similar age and um you know we we they're now all marketing directors or global heads off or whatever you know and and of and and doing very well but obviously we're just gavin you know david for example you know as we were when we were going through it so those relationships have been together for 20 years you know i've known some of those people longer than i've known other people you know it's, it's crazy and then we just have this these stories of can you remember when you know smoking in venues and events and, and drinking this and doing it you know and health and safety what was that <laughs> it's kind of like it's ludicrous but the good the good old days well yeah yeah absolutely i mean you know you know i can remember smoking on the tube you know i mean that's <laughs> you know that's that's the frightening thing what was um i mean what was so so i, I mean i get why you wanted to set up your, your own business but but was that was that a so someone forcing your hand or were you you quite you were you that confident you thought yeah i can make a go of that what was the what was the plan what was the goal uh, well it was you? again it was it was it was you know i had a bit of a health scare actually in 2005 
and uh i was a bit like fuck this life's too short so i left and um was confident that i could do it you know what's the worst that can happen and i think this is the that's kind of been my you know i suppose maybe sometimes to my detriment but that's kind of been my philosophy throughout like you know i don't really um think and this sounds sort of i suppose big-headed and stuff but i just i just don't think of failure and it's and this is you know probably if i went to see a psychologist there's probably something deeper in that in there somewhere but it was it was you know it was very much that's yeah. why you took up golf, wasn't it? Well, that's that's the failure. Yeah, that's 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 maybe where I do get that frustration out. But it's um, yeah, it's it was a very you know it was very driven, right? It was it was I was very sure of it. And um, what was the what was the vision for the? I mean, how did you set up the company into events? Obviously, an event company. What was what was the plan for the company? What what were you going to be? Well, we kind of well, we kind of, I, I, I was going to replicate somewhere between you know IAS and core events, which is where I was at. So it's kind of like I knew it was going to be for corporates. I knew we were going to do conferences on this, but you know, and it, it does make me laugh sometimes when people have you know this 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 real fixed plan and this real fixed philosophy of because I think if you kind of go too fixed, you can't flex, and so you know it's good to know the end result so a mentor of mine you know he often uses the same like you know you need to have a, a, a postcode in the sat nav so you know when you get there but how you get there does it really fucking matter right but when you arrive you know you're right so the vision was you know to always build this company i had a really good thing as well but it was it was very much similar to that the issue was in leaving and setting up was i had no money <laughs> that was that was one of the challenges. So, so actually what we did do is we, we, when we had into events, so Adam now is, you know, business partner into events and has been since then, but actually his dad had a very successful production agency company and um, had just invested into a wide format digital printer, uh, which cost, you know, a fair amount of money. And uh, so I had a bright idea of what we're going to do is we're going to park events for now because i was on i was out in contracts and you know i couldn't non-compete and stuff from the other agencies uh oh there was a funny story there actually which i completely forgot but um i um i said to i had the idea of i'll tell you what we'll do is what we do we'll do no events for a year and then the non-competes will be over uh, it, was, it was a great idea but then we had to work out how we're going to make money so then i sort of said to to, to, to dave adam's dad who um backed us fantastically you know never forget that and um you know gave us an office which was the size of a basically a desk and two seats um which was into events hq you know that was what it was all about and uh i had a great idea of what we'll do is we'll buy and sell print and we'll get his printer working 24 hours a day uh and for the next year we would take a huge commission on anything sold and then the second year we would have retained commissions if they kept the business if we gave them we'd have retained commissions um and then i knew nothing about buying and selling print and i actually knew nothing about print so we got as much you know learn as much as we could and great idea and we were calling from their company and 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 phoning up and everyone was talking to me about all of these different weights of paper and print runs i mean you know you know absolutely has no Healy for you presumably oh, jesus absolutely and it was but you soon get to to used to it square meter prices and this that and the other and how it be fitted and fold and eyelets and all this sort of stuff right so um absolutely learned the print industry inside out accidentally and uh did that and did it very well and we got some really nice money um 
and but we didn't we didn't you know our crms we literally drove to every county that we could and grabbed the yellow pages and our crm back in the day was we literally sat there we just went through every single day for nearly a year plus was working through the yellow pages phoning people up building relationships we had a spreadsheet that we would know when someone spoke to him we had to phone back and and bought and sold print for a year that effectively gave us the cash flow to build into events and since that day we've never borrowed a penny wow god that's the idea of going through the yellow pages i mean i, I you know obviously doesn't exist anymore yellow pages some of the people listening to this won't, won't even have a clue what yellow pages <laughs> is absolutely not yell.com but it's yeah i mean it was it, that's how we did it that was our crm so that was you know it's um so it's kind of learning it. So it's kind of gone from running, you know, traveling the world, working incentives, um, being a national account manager, dealing with one of the largest technology companies and, and running events through to selling print and filtering my way through the yellow pages and being a salesman. And wow. But that was that was that was it. You know, I remember getting our first employee when we were kind of going into year two and um, that was a bit of a milestone. <laughs> we're completely wrong sort of completely wrong thing to have done but you know based in this office that only could just take two people now had three people in it and and oh it's funny but it's you know and that's and I think that's quite uh it's it's a good story behind it you know you often see you know not comparing myself to those guys at all but we often see you know like the the the, the Amazon you know Jeff Bezos was in his little thing and then the, the, the Google guys were a shed and Mark Zuckerberg and all this stuff and I completely relate to that it was not given to us and you know, and I think this is where I kind of come at it from a different point of view, I guess, than some others in the industry where, you know, they may have just inherited it or they've, you know, or, or whatever, you know, the graft in order to get where we are now for people to turn around and say, you're lucky. You know, that's, that's, uh, that, that I actually. Well, as Gary Player used to say, you know, the harder I work, the luckier I get. And it's so true that. Ah, it is it's without question you know it's not it's not you know and i think sometimes people <clears throat> look at this a different way but to me and i i've often said that it was never you know i was actually we were talking about this at the weekend i uh, people get very emotional about events and i'm quite i'm able to cut away from that you know service absolutely people yes but doing the best for the clients and really thinking through it it doesn't have to be events like me i was always about you know it was always about service it was always about being the best it was always about thinking for them and that being that one step ahead and you know if you've walked into our offices here you know we've got on the walls be amazing don't be shit you know it's that last five percent that's what matters i want people to think about that part and because a lot of people do a lot of things really well um but for, for me it was it was never events it was always that part right it was always service is always thinking and i was fascinated with brands i was fascinated with marketing fascinated with why i was buying this thing over this thing and 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 you know what does that mean so i i've always had an interest in it but it was when i only said it the other day it was like events is the vehicle that enables me to be in business and it's business that i enjoy and it's brands that i enjoy and it's that's in the service events is the byproduct of that it's not you know whereas other people it's all about events we happen to do and have a great company because I think that it stemmed from looking at the other way. You know, it's not always, you know, an event is fantastic, but it's not this, it's not this, it's not, you know, it's not fashion shows and bright and feather bow. It's not, I mean, sometimes it is depending on where you are in the world, right? But it's actually being the best for your client. It's about having the best business. And in fact, we were just talking about it now is how do we, when things come back, like fully, 
you know, we're doubling the staff now as fast as we can for January. You know, I want to be able to respond to the clients as quickly as we can because others won't. And it's just about having that edge because everyone in this industry, doesn't matter who you do, will tell you they do. We do the same stuff. We do the same stuff. So the difference really then comes to a very few factors. Um, and we're working really hard on influencing those factors that we can control, which I've, we've always done. But this is this is what, you know, we're, you know, now we're part of the assemble group and so on with the opportunities that we have in front of us. You know, we're, we're, we're really zoning in on that. And there was, um, you know, the why, the why, you know, it's, it's, it's boring to go on about it. But why are we doing this? Why does it matter? You know, and that's what we want to be thinking about. That's what we want to be sharing, you know, and um, really good talk over the weekend about um, communication in this time. You know, it's, it's, I, I've said it's going to be clunky. That's the best way to describe it. We're not going to have all the answers because nobody's done this before. It's the, it's the fucking unknown. No one's come out of this pandemic where they've closed the world. Um, so why should we have the answers? It will be clunky, you know, it will be bumps along the road, but like, you know, that's that, if we accept that as that's comfortable, then we're kind of going to be better for it. You know, yeah, it's, the, world, and, the world's and, your oyster. Exactly. Well, and it is. And, and David, they were saying, you know, actually really good talkers. They were saying about communication. You know, we, we had an example, a live example where we we're saying about the service. It was we went to the hotel service service wasn't good. You know, the night porter basically was running the event from 7 PM, you know, did the hotel tell us that? No. Did we ask? No. How do we be better? We ask. And then we tell the client before they get there. And it was, and it was, and it was those sort of little things that will, 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 you know, set us in good stead moving forward. And it's, you know, it's all about those communication, which is what we do in a communications industry. We're a people to people, person to person, and we're in a service-based industry just let's be better at that. And it's, and it's, if we manage those expectations, actually a great example of which, 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 which I gave was, you know, if you're on Ryanair and you book Ryanair and you get there alive, you're kind of grateful, you know, it's, 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 and if you want to pee, you know, it's kind of like, you wouldn't be surprised if they charge you for it, but if somebody. I really sort of, hope Michael O'Leary doesn't become a listener at this internet. <laughs> I love Ryanair, by the way, but, um, cause you know what you're going to get. And that's the point. Whereas, you know, and if they give you, um, if they give you a bottle of water because you look slightly flustered or whatever, like, and you go, wow, because they manage the expectations before you get there. And, and, and actually he's not, you know, right. He's not looking at this and trying to be anything he's not, which is brilliant. So, but whereas if you get on to say, you know, BA and you're in, you know, business or whatever, and they don't do that, that's the minimum. You're expecting the minimum and then their service levels drop. So if we tell our clients just so you know, fantastic venue. The guys are good. We've gone on a site visit. You know what's to expect. By the way, they're going to have a reduced amount of staff and it's going to be from this point. But we're going to put in this, this and this to counteract that. They can't, you can't say anything more than that. But you've managed expectations from the off. And I think that's, that's, that's dealing with the clunkiness. That's dealing with the clunkiness. And I think it's a, it's, it's a great philosophy going forward. That is it's just, just is manage expectations. Um, yeah. You know, I, I did a... Uh, an interview the other day with uh, uh, Anna Abdelnour from from Isla, and she was saying exactly the same. You know, she said, you know, all through my career, I've managed people's expectations, and and that's that's all you can do is 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 is, is set. You know, you'll set yourself up if, if they expect more than than you're prepared to give them, then you'll set yourself up for failure. Yeah, exactly. Um, you've mentioned it a couple of times. Um, assemble. So that's 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 
pretty re- I mean, I know it's it's been an idea in the making for a while, but it's a very recent thing. Tell tell me a bit more about Assemble and what was the sort of what's the plan with this with Assemble? Yeah, I mean, it's I think it, it as you said, it's been a long time long time in the making. I actually found an old email to myself from 2014 uh, with this plan, which I finally got a chance to go back to 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 my emails to myself and. You know, it's funny. It's that 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 sounds mental saying that out loud. By the way, that I email myself, but I do. Um, it's absolutely fine. But I, but I, I felt I was going through it, and um, COVID was great for it because actually, do you know what? It, the world stopped, and and we, we pivoted. A fantastic word. In fact, somebody was telling me the other day that pivot is the wrong word because if you are a dancer, it's a it's a step ball change, because pivot means to stop and to go backwards whereas a step will change is change direction or something in this in the dance which i thought i think it's too late to to, to change that yeah it is it is but it's a good story but um <laughs> good analogy but the um it gave me a chance to kind of go right how are we going to do this because you know what it's like in a business it it gets frantic especially in our industry right it gets frantic and everybody's just busy all the time and including you know myself and actually it's uh things were good you know and actually it's quite easy to enjoy the good times and and whatever but actually I don't know if it was Mike or someone that said you know you when the weather gets bad at sea you want to see who stays on deck or something like that you know it's it's you go to, and that was it and it was kind of it's very easy when it's busy and it's great to benefit and just to kind of let things go and how, carry on how they were but um COVID and the break in the pandemic gave me a chance to look back and go right what are we going to do here because, you know, yes, I'm 40, I'm not 50. So I'm thinking that's it because I could probably go again. But I was like, well, what am I going to go again at? And it was always very much in my head. Like, I don't want to just rebuild in because I always thought we could do better. I always thought we could do better into events. There were always things that we could do better. And um, I was like, well, what is that? How do we build back better? How do we come back out of this better shape? And actually, it was the opportunity then to kind of bring to life that vision of, you know, into events is into events. and um we're very good at this what we want to be doing is being great at everything i want to be great i think because i want to fulfill a lifetime's ambition and when am i going to get a better chance to do it than when sort of the world is paused and 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 do it and you know and actually part of it was around um kind of helping people and sort of you know that side of stuff as well you know many years in business and years in the industry there were a lot of people suffering so i started to talk to a few people and you know, it's like, actually, I think that randomly I might have something to offer here. And, you know, it sort of started making me think about, well, we can't do that because we're into events and so on. So, yeah, so it was, it was an opportunity to for change. You know, it's the world was changing and I didn't want to just come back and, you know, do the same thing again. And, and that was that gave me the opportunity to create Assemble, you know, assemble the best of everything that we can and what we were doing into events and to isolate them and that actually that's where the 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 strap line of it assemble which is individually amazing together unstoppable came from um yeah and, and, and is the plan to is to is to is to keep on assembling it as it were yeah we're assembling every day yeah it's it's very much you know my focus has definitely shifted you know we've got a fantastic head of agency now appointed at into events and you know with stacy um and and you know fantastic through the pandemic and you know 
that's great and the team are building and we're rebuilding around that and and the structure there and absolutely you know my focus and it's amazing when you you know i've got the same focus now for assemblers i had went into events when we set it up you know i'm not any less passionate about interventions but some i suppose it's like children isn't it you know you have one and then you think how do i have another one and give it the same amount of love but you find a way maybe actually but um but yes it's 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 <laughs> a comedian said the other day i saw he said i fucking hate children it only took me to my third to realize it <laughs> but it's but it's it's that but it was for me it was very much that it was very much like you know we and without being disrespectful for any of the companies that, that or agencies that our clients used that, that that isn't wasn't into events but there was a lot of okay being done you know a lot of okay work being done i was fuming like we can do this but we couldn't do it because we were into events and we were using supplies and so on so and we definitely couldn't do it if it was just into events because it didn't make sense you know so we had a choice of either kind of do we rebrand into events to you know be something which we did which it was my fault and we were wrong you know we tried to be an all-encompassing uh brand experience agency which everybody did and and you know is is was the, the buzzwords and stuff but you know what completely wrong we shouldn't have done that we were really 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 good at delivering amazing events and that's what we we did but what i didn't want to use is what we services we were providing through fantastic suppliers which then got me thinking well actually if we were to bring them in to the group or we could offer them more work if we could do more for our clients because they like working with us and open up opportunities and what a great way to do it and that's kind of was my philosophy of assemble was kind of you know assemble came about because it was a collection of a lot of stuff and what were we doing and we were assembling it and we kept on using the word assemble and it was like you know obviously there's going to be the references to the, the avengers um nobody's wearing spandex but i hadn't i hadn't made that leap but yeah the, I, I, we I might now it. we might now but it's but it's but it was assembling it which is why you know like the logo is not one thing and then separately it doesn't work but together it's a unity and it's a shape that everyone recognizes and so on so yeah that's kind of how it went but it was it was very much then a point of going well i've never done this before how do i do it and actually that's where I suppose Mike and Kershaw came in, you know, that was, that was, uh, that was, that was it. I was looking and was found, I suppose. Um, and all great timing as, as, as it is, um, when things are meant to be, sometimes you've got to have faith in the universe and it all kind of came together. Yeah. I mean, I, that was exactly what I was going to ask you. I, you know, I know that, 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 that obviously you have your is it the Mondays or Tuesdays that that, that Mike's down with you? I can't remember. It's I lose track. It all sort of blurs into one now. But is uh, I mean in between. The how has how has that manifested itself over the last? God, it's well, it's been a while now, isn't it? It's yeah, been... yeah. I mean, six months. No, nine months. Nine, nine months, months. Yeah, nine months. Um, yeah. Look, it, it's like any relationship, isn't it? I suppose, and we can you quite you never you never quite know how it's going to pan out, but uh you know you start dating and go through those first stages and you know there was obviously the initial stage of what do you want to achieve which wasn't i just want to rebuild into events it was i want to do this um and actually mike i remember meeting mike we were, we were sat together and he was talking about it and he was like i don't know if i've got the energy to do it again and that was interesting because i was like i'm not i can go back to into events it's fine it wasn't it I get it wasn't running a hundred, you know, percent, but it was fine. You know, we were on to our best year. I was earning a nice lifestyle out of it. We had some fantastic clients. 
we could have let it roll and do that. And I was like, absolutely not going to do that. I want to do this, 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 and this. And, uh, you know, even Mike sort of took a bit of a, a, a breath there to sort of thing. And, you know, absolutely, if you think you can do it. And actually it was nice, you know, he did say at the time, well, you know, I need to be doing this with somebody that I believe has got the energy to do it again and to lead from the front. And, you know, if you think you're the person, I actually do think you can do it. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> his depth then, of knowledge is so, you know, I, I, I often take the piss out of him, obviously, because that's my job. But, yeah. you know, his depth of knowledge is is incredible. And and his black book is, you know, second to none within this within this space. Do you know, it wasn't it wasn't. I, I didn't know Mike. At all. Never even heard of it. Yeah. Um, bear in mind, you know, I've been in the industry for long. So it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. But what I did start to do is look around at what had been. And there was, um, you know, I admire some of the firms and the agencies out there and, 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 you know, pleased to say now that I have their number and I can call them and ask their advice. And, um, you know, Dale from DRP, you know, great guy, absolutely great guy. A lot of people can learn a lot from him and the time that he gives to giving back and stuff. He's been fantastic for me, um, whether he knows it or not. And, you know, but we have had many, not many, we've had a good few conversations and every time I've got a nugget out of them, right. You know, we've got, and I've got an idea and, um, but I didn't know Mike, but why well, I knew concerto. And, um, I was like, you know, and there's this, I can't remember the name of the, the, the speaker I saw once, but he, he introduced the, the queuing system into, into the airports, into Heathrow. And I was at this seminar and, you know, listening to him. And the reason why he did that is because all he, he did in his head was like, where else in the world manages hundreds of thousands of people a day? Disneyland. And let's take how they do it and let's just put that into the airport. So I was basically sort of taking that route of who's done this before me in our industry, in our sectors, and how do I get them or how do I copy them? But I'm going to do it in my way and I'm going to do it in this day and age you know and, and and no offense to concerto but you know very successful but you know i had spoke then started to speak to a lot of people around concerto had been around it and i think they would admit it wasn't necessarily joined up as it could be and there were these things but you know very so including mike you know what they did have was the experience of doing that and then bringing brands together and utilizing brands and and you know mergers and acquisitions and so on and well, i mean you know that's exactly what i wanted to do so it wasn't a case of like just build, build, rebuilding one event agency. It was rebuilding an event agency and building a group. Um, so no wonder fucking nine months has gone quickly because <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot to do. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, and every day continues to be that. So, so here's a question for you. Um, how do you think you've changed, apart from obviously the hair, uh the in the last 23 years what 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 you know it was, it was two things i mean a how, how do you think you've changed as a person and 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 what mm. you know, your, what, what's your greatest sense of achievement and and also what would you what would be a, 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 a bit of one nugget of advice that you'd give someone who wants to you your or uh, one nugget of advice you'd give your 21 year old self don't don't get in the industry no it wasn't that. it was it was I think I always remember, you know, I've, I've always had a mentor, whether it's my boss or whether I've paid for them or whether I've always wanted to be around these people. And, and, and it's always learning, right? So I remember right at the very early days, Scott said to me, he said, one day you'll run your last event. And I never, ever got that until we ran the Google DeepMind event in South Korea. 
Um, and that I realized that was my last event really, because, you know, we had made history, we'd had 220 odd million people live stream in this event and we'd stayed in the four seasons for a month, you know, and, and it was kind of as good again. And obviously I then sort of, that's where step change came for me because I was like, that was, I know that now. And, but now what I need to do is use what I've learned up to this point in order to make a historic event and give back. And that's kind of what I was, and I need to now do what I want to do, which is, you know, build a business and become a, you know, I suppose a leader and achieve for myself. So that was, that was, um, that's how I think I've changed. It's a mindset of, I, I, you know, being that 22 or whatever it was at the time we're saying, I'm going to run your business. That's not changed. That confident, you know, not arrogance, that confidence is, 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 is still there. You know, I still love what we do. I still love the industry. I still very passionate about it. I won't, um, I feel like I've become a lot more, not self-aware, that's not the word, but I, I've, I've become a lot more confident in what I say now is backed up on enough experience. And I think that is, you know, I've, I've can definitely be more myself around the, my peers and clients and stuff, because now I'm not trying to be what I wanted to be. I think I've done that part and now it's the next stage. So I think, you know, when I, I feel like that, that sort of enabled me to relax a little bit more, I suppose, and be, 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 be a bit more confident in that respect. And so that's, that's, a biggest change I think and being a you know considering myself a, a leader and constantly trying to understand what that means I think that's you know but it's fascinating giving doing this mentoring session you know I, I thought I was doing absolutely nothing yet the feedback was thank you you know and it's and it's trying to work out how we spin that through everything you know it's 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 you know I remember one of the guys here the other day asked me to do a rooming list and uh, the fear of dread got into me. I'd much rather kind of go and buy a business than I would do a room and list to make, you know, it's just, it's stressing me up. And that's a massive, you know, that's a huge change because it sounds something so simple, but yet it doesn't. But you grow as you grow as a person, you know, I'm older now, three decades in the industry, you know, I've lost a lot of money and, you know, had money and lost it again, you know. But so I think it's, it's, it, it, you do change as a person, but I'm still that 22 year old who believes in what they're doing. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I agree I think, with you. I think, you know, I always say to my kids, you know, I still think I'm 25, even though it's been a long, long, long time. Well, in fact, even, even if you reverse those two numbers, um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's still wrong. But um, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think it's this. My view on it always is that every day is a school day and you, and you learn something and you don't really know what you know until someone asks you a question and you without thinking, you just say, oh, yeah, it's this or this or this or yeah. this and yeah you sometimes end up surprising yourself don't you yeah you do I think it's you know I think it's 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 quite nice you know it's quite nice to be like you know that and obviously there are massive stresses you know obviously the the to build a group with M&A isn't I've not necessarily done that fully before you know but you know you do the first one you do the second and it starts to become this and it starts to get like a game and it's fun and um you know it's quite quite good not to know all the answers sometimes you do learn a little bit new but it's the confidence I suppose in going do you know what if and I, I think that's the one tip you know kind of going back to that and I sort of say to the guys like interestingly this weekend you know I was, we were at this event and there was there was a there was a there was a lot of bread in Spain this will make you laugh a lot of bread and there were complaints about bread and uh 
you know, we were away in Spain, a lovely property, fully paid for some people's first trips, you know, flights, accommodation, drinks, nonstop paid for. Fantastic. And, um, and a lot of bread. And a lot of bread. But, you know, you don't have to eat it. <laughs> so, but it was, it was very much, um, I was talking to the, to, to the, to the organiser and, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I guess I'm quite real. I think that's the thing, you know, I think sometimes people can, can, they either like that or they don't, but I don't need to pretend to be what I'm not, but the, um, some people just, I love, obviously love money, but they said to me about it and they said, look, you know what, if the worst complaint we have on this trip is the fact that there was too much bread, we win. (laughs) And I think, I just think sometimes it's it's just you know you kind of just got to get on with things and 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 you know you do learn from mistakes and you know and that's the whole point of that thing is like if you if you're trying to do something what's the worst that can happen what is the worst that can happen you know it's it's think it through and kind of work it back and actually someone said to me once if you if you have an idea and if you think this if you say it out loud and it sounds stupid it probably is good advice really 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 good advice uh, and I think that kind of brings me on to my, 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 my sort of last question, really, in terms of, you know, what's the worst going to happen? There must have been an event that, that you've done over the last 20 odd years where it, it hasn't gone quite according to plan. But you can look back and think to yourself, well, do you know what? No one died. It was kind of all right. I mean, Pete told a story the other day. He told me a story the other day where actually someone did actually die uh, um, in Den Eagles Hotel in Scotland, which... And, and he, as as disasters go, I mean, at least he can look back at it and and laugh about it now. I mean, not the fact that the bloke died, Absolutely. but the way yeah, yeah. the way he was trying to deal with it. But yeah. has there been something that that the a, a time when you can remember something's gone spectacularly wrong? Um, yeah, I mean, as you know, we were talking. I'm sure, there's loads. There were loads, and but it's not. It's like I said, you know, it's kind of like it's not until you say when somebody says to you, "Tell you a joke." you can't think of any and then you kind of come away and go I've got you know I've got endless amounts of obviously really funny jokes right um but it was it was there was a number of occasions and actually we were saying it you know I was thinking back and I was like I never feel like in a an event has gone disastrously wrong it's not not the whole thing but elements of it has and uh, I mean, there's many, you know, now now I've had time to sort of think about that thing and sort of speak to guys. I mean, hilarious numbers, but I think there's there's one that stands out. We were at, it must be Scotland, actually. We were up in Scotland. I think it was it was either Glen Eagles or St Andrews. I can't remember now, but we had this, this traditional Scottish uh, evening and, 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 you know, we had we had arranged for kilts for all of the guys. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> just funny think about it but the 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 um the the housekeeping uh room so yeah they put the kilts in this room in the rooms on the bed um with a note and um we were so that was it we didn't think anything more and then we were sat there and it's it it, it doesn't sound much but you know when it's like the stress of an event and then it's like when somebody farts, it's, you know, you can sort of, it's just a, hilarious, right? Or like whatever. But it was this, we were sat there and we were getting ready for this big gala dinner. Uh, you know, the pipers were out and all this sort of stuff. And we sat and we were all ready to do it. And this guy came down, he said, can I have a word? You know, he's in his kilt. And he started to say, look, I, I really need to tell you that, 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 that it wasn't mine. And we were like, what? And he said, so 
it's like I'm away from my wife and I have this thing. We were like, what? And he's like, the toy. We're like, what? It's like, who's talking about? He's like, well, I just have this thing. Like, it's just a thing that I've always had. And it's something that I like to, you know, do when I'm in hotel rooms. And please don't tell my wife. <laughs> so we're going, what are you talking about? You went, you're playing this down really well, but I'm so sorry. Like the, the sex toy is not mine. Well, it is mine, but yeah, I'm really sorry about it. And I didn't mean to leave it on the bed. And we were like, we have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. He went, but you put the kilts in the room, right? No, the house room service did. He went, oh, you wouldn't have. <laughs> so it was just that, those, and it's those little moments in an event that we now know that this guy has this thing for a sex toy that he packed when he stays in hotel. Oh my God, it was just the funniest moment. But it's like, it's those things that I think you need. I remember you know, just those highlights that bring you up. It's like, you know, it's like golf, isn't it? It's like when you're playing golf, you can have the shittest round and you chip in off the green and you go, I love golf. Golf's amazing. It's just those moments of breaking that stress and breaking those, those things. So I don't think it's like, you know, touch wood is like, you know, we've never had a disaster, a disastrous event, but moments and many of them that I think, you know, if you were to, to like you say, write a book about them, I think it could be full and it would, you know, yeah, and that's it, you're right. It, it doesn't have to be a disaster completely. It's just little moments, and that's I think that's why we we all do it. Or you've done it for so long, and Mike's done it for so long, and I've done it for so long. Is that there are there's always that little moments you think when in the middle of in the middle of complete catastrophes, or in the middle of just complicated head frying events where oh. someone, as you said, just relieves the tension by. Yeah, being I think I was talking to I was talking to one of the team beforehand. I said to you, I was talking to one of the team. And there was a recent event, and I'll be careful not to sort of talk about it, but if people are listening, they will, if they were on this trip, they will know what it was about. And um, so it was like a, you know, a big get together event. And we're down on the beach in, in, in south of France here and um, doing rafting. And um, the, the guys are out and all this, and the organiser puts in to grab this guy and says you're in this team and the guy goes okay fine and you know all the others go okay fine we're on this team build a raft so they build this raft and they sail out to this 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 catamaran and um get on board the catamaran and start having drinks and then and then the organizer goes well to this this you know everyone knows everyone to a point you know but not this guy and says to him what agency were you what agency were you from again where'd you work he said, well, I work in the NHS. So what do you do now? He said, well, I'm an IT technician. It's like, what the hell are you doing on this boat? He went, I don't know. You told me to get in this team. I just thought it was an activity that the hotel was putting on. Oh, so with this random guy. This is the funniest thing, though, is that they were then sailing for an hour and a half on this catamaran. The funniest thing about this is, is that he's left his mobile phone on his sunbed because he thought he was just building a raft. So he's now left his wife for four hours. <laughs> and he can't get back because he's on a catamaran. Oh, and I was like, I was being told this story. And I just think that is the, the best, you know, there are lots of these things where you think, you know, what, what a great industry, what a great thing to be part of this and to, you know, share this with our clients and be part of something so amazing. And I think, you know, look, that's when that goes and when that sort of those things start, you know, it's time to get out. Yeah, I agree with you. 
Uh, Gavin Farley, on that note, thank you very, very much indeed for being on the Kershaw Partners podcast. And uh, we will catch up again very soon. Perfect. Thanks, Dave. I think Gavin is the very definition of an eventful life. Uh, he's always great to have a chat with. And if you ever get the chance, I would thoroughly recommend sharing a glass with him and, and spending some time in his company. Uh, so that's it for another podcast. Thank you again for your company. Next week, I have two very special guests, Gary Exel and Nick Taylor from Nobu Event Wi-Fi. So please do join us then if you can. In the meantime, if you have any other questions or comments about anything from an eventful life, please do reach out. We would love to hear from you. And so until next time, have a great week.